0: I'm right. It's over! Guest host here with my friend Eugene Rechev. All right. And so, and Eugene has a lot of really cool stuff. And so, but before I get into all that, man, I'm just really excited that you're here today. And uh, Eugene, tell us a little bit bit about yourself.
1: Well, uh, where do should I start? I'm uh, my name is you already presented it to to our audience. Uh, I'm teaching Bulgarian history at the University of Economics, Varna. I'm a historian, archaeologist, uh, as bachelor and master degrees, uh, and a PhD researcher at the University of Economics uh, in Varna. Uh, my uh, uh, specific topic of uh, research is uh, related to the project management and the soft skills um, that the staff members should possess uh, when they join uh, particular projects uh, in the field of the higher educational institutions. Uh, So uh, I think uh, there is a lot that should be uh, shared uh, with uh, people about the higher educational institutions, about the projects, and um, how to be carried out, of course, and um, how uh, these highs to benefit from the project uh, projects they carry out. Sure, sure.
0: Um, well, man, that's a lot to impact there, Eugene, I'll tell you. So, but, so you're in Bulgaria, which is a, a pretty cool place, uh, just taught Alexander the Great, and so there is – some uh, evidence to think that he might have been in parts of Bulgaria and that's uh, where that was the, Macedonia was at that time. And so but uh, how? Uh, so uh, what's it like in Bulgaria? T- tell our audience a little bit about Bulgarian culture
1: and uh, if you could do that in like like a quick minute. Uh, of course I can share a lot of things, but what can I say? Uh, the oldest golden treasure in the world was found in my born city in Varna. Uh, what else? Um, we are a country with a very long story, with very very long history. Uh, we were allegedly uh, the first uh, Slavic country established in Europe. Uh, they say that uh, maybe the oldest civilization uh, was established here, uh, that um, that lands. Also, uh, we are proud for. Uh, uh, having the Tracian history and the Thracian, uh, uh culture preserved here on the lands. Uh, maybe you know that Orpheus and uh, Spartacus uh, was born uh, in present-day Bulgaria. So a lot of could be shared uh, uh, within history and archaeology also. Uh, Bulgarians are very proud of uh, its culture and mm-hmm. uh, Our neighboring countries are uh, Romania on north, uh, Serbia and North Macedonia on west on the uh, east uh, Black Sea. So my born city Varna is on the Black Sea coast. And of course, uh, south, uh, we are bordering with uh, Greece and Turkey. Uh, Also, we are very proud uh, for um, uh, not having... uh, uh, very common problems on the about on the Balkans. Uh, what I mean that uh, there are minorities uh, living with us, uh, maybe ten or fifteen percent of the population uh, is are Muslims and we uh, live together uh, in peace and calmness. Uh, we also celebrate uh, commonly our um, fests so Uh, And holidays, of course, uh, I mean, religious holidays and so on. So we are are very proud uh, of it for having uh, such problems that uh, uh, pop up in many countries, uh, not only in Europe as well. That was really an unfair
0: question, because I tell you what, we could do a whole podcast, Eugene, just on the history of Bulgaria and all the cool things that are going on today. So I appreciate you doing that. So... uh, so, Eugene, you had the opportunity to be in the Transatlantic Educator Dialogue program. Uh, what can you tell me about the program and you know, how you benefited from it and what you liked about it?
1: Well, uh, a lot of things can be shared. Uh, first of all, uh, myself, I'm proud to be the first Bulgarian among the, uh, the people. So the Very first cool. edition, I was the only one Bulgarian chosen. So it um, bears a lot of um, you know, self-confidence in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, then I remember years ago, uh, I was teaching in a uh, uh, school, high school um, with, um, you know, uh, marginalized people, um, uh, socially kicked out people and students that were about to drop out uh, from the educational system. So I was very proud to be chosen and thankfully to Lucinda uh, Morgan personally. Uh, because uh, she found in myself uh, someone that could carry out the change. And I think uh, TED is a program that changes uh, minds, that uh, uh, creates bridges between peoples and between the countries. Uh, Then I remember we were more than 80 representatives uh, from many countries all around the world. So it was a great opportunity for all of us. We exchanged practices, we exchanged ideas. And uh, what I saw, uh, it was that we all uh, know each other but, uh, and each other's practices as well, but we didn't know uh, ourselves. Mm-hmm. So TED um, helps people and teachers uh, in particular um, to rediscover themselves. So I think this program is one of those programs that should be carried out and uh, that should be uh, kept going ahead and extending its uh, importance uh, and influence on on teachers because we see that uh, we have a lot of in common and uh, we stay together and uh, we stay stronger when we are doing it together. Sure. Most
0: definitely. Most definitely. Well, um, uh, when I talked to Eugene originally about coming on the podcast, uh, what he wanted to talk about today, and I think it's a really cool topic, is, is called HEIs and higher education institutions. And so uh, like a K-12 education educators myself and then other K-12, K-12 educators we were many times trying to figure out how to, how to incorporate what is being taught at the university level with the K-12 as well. And so I thought you could give us definitely a unique perspective. And so, uh, how do you see HEI's roles in promoting international education
1: collaboration? Well, uh, there are a lot of points of view, but the direction is one: uh, the higher educational institutions uh, should should upgrade uh, the knowledge uh, got uh, the high schools. Uh, what I see, uh, fortunately, uh, maybe it's a trend, maybe it's uh, uh, some kind of uh, challenge uh, is that uh, higher educational institutions, they are autonomous uh, uh, entities, and uh, many of them don't pay attention uh, to what happens at, uh, at the high schools. Uh, I think that uh, this bridge between the uh, uh, Key 12 and uh, Highs is something some, count, some kind of cost and it's some kind uh, broken and uh, it should be fixed out. Uh, so when you say I broken think, Eugene, what do you mean by that? I mean that uh, for example, uh, things that are told at the higher uh, at the high schools are not told uh, at the highs some of the uh, professors are not prepared to meet the challenges with the new generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, now students are used to uh, to possess uh, uh, mobile phones, cell phones, uh, they can uh, type uh, and get any information. Uh, so uh, professors should be more attractive to students. Uh, they should be more aware of what's going on among uh, uh, among these new generations. Uh, now, uh, the, younger, uh, the young generations, uh, they want things happen. happen uh, now. They uh, have no passions to wait for uh, the future, uh, to wait one uh, decade of years or uh, 20 years uh, things change. They want the change now. And uh, for example, uh, you go to, to somewhere, you see a queue and you see young people, youngsters, they don't want to wait in the queue. Uh, this is uh, a very bright example of what's going on. They want the things happen now. They don't mm-hmm. want to uh, to wait. Uh, they don't. Uh, uh, they don't like bureaucracy as well. Um, some of them they try to break the walls. Uh, honestly, for uh, for that reason, uh, not to be put in the angle and to be um, uh, to be delivered with sermons. Uh, wait there. Uh, wait your time. Your time will come someday. They want to um, appear now and to to do the things now. So uh, do you think
0: that Eugene? Do you think that is any different than when we were kids? I mean, we we wanted things to done right now, and we were anxious and we were you know impatient as well. So do you think that generation is different than us, or and if so, how?
1: well uh every generation is different from the others uh and any generation bears uh uh some features that the others uh uh have neglected for example but uh now nowadays generations uh they are also different from our generation um what i mean i mean now the technologies come uh, to them uh at the moment of their uh birth so uh it means that uh, instead of trying to uh, to adopt them to our uh, lifestyle, I think that we should uh, convert that uh, direction and we adopt to these uh, uh, prerequisites to live uh, uh, with uh, our new generations. And I think that uh, uh, things uh, uh, change for, uh, for good, for well, because uh, in history, uh, you know, there are two uh, uh, two uh, points uh, from the ancient times. The first uh, was that the, uh, the older generation uh, kept uh, repeating that the new generation is good or not. Okay. And the second one is that the, the end of the road is coming. So uh, we see that uh, first is not right, and the second is not right also sure uh, for the first I could say if it was uh, it, if it was were uh true that uh the new generation is good for nothing we we'll would live uh with uh, fred flintstones times. <laughs> 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 uh, we see that generations change for for good uh our uh, lives and uh, we see that um, the population increase a lot especially in the 20th century mm. uh uh, many people um in 2000 waited for for the end of the world. Uh, it didn't happen.
0: Sure. Uh,
1: so uh, we see that the cycle can uh, continues, and uh, we can't stop. We can't stop. We live in very dynamic environment, and uh, what I um, notice and uh, with the other people, I see that a lot of people are looking for uh, some calmness. And uh, mm-hmm. some of them they can based up with this uh, with this uh, lifestyle of uh, sure. uh, dynamic uh, moments and uh, histories are uh, dynamic nowadays. Well, Eugene, you know, so
0: you, know, you talk about there's a, there's a lot to unpack there, but you, you know I love the term calmness. We're all we, we all we're all wanting change, but we also want things to be normal as well. And boy, normal has changed a lot post COVID. How do you think? K-12 education and higher education can work together to and collaborate more effectively with this changing dynamic of this generation?
1: Uh, Very good question. Um, There are a lot of ways they can collaborate. Uh, First of all, uh, what I suggest as a solution is that uh, the the university professors Uh, should uh, start uh, preparing class lessons and they start visiting and deliver uh, lectures at high schools. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, they should uh, be aware of uh, what uh, the new generations are. Uh, Secondly, the teachers uh, also should go to the university and teach there just to see uh, what they have omitted if they... Uh, at the high schools uh, also uh, students uh, uh, high education students uh, uh, also could visit uh, uh, such lessons at high schools and uh, oppositely uh, reciprocally I mean so uh, a lot of things can be done uh, in that situation uh, also uh, projects should be uh, should be completed where students uh, from higher educational institutions and students from K-12 are uh, included in that project uh, uh, so that we see one transmission of uh, of the knowledge uh, between um, uh, both uh, generations and uh, 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 both students as well. Uh, you know, project- I think, Eugene, that could be
0: done really pretty easy if you think about it. Because what are we doing right now? I mean, you're in Bulgaria, I'm in the United States. It's just zooming into classes now, you know, and you could actually, you know, hey, Eugene, can I can I talk to your students next week? Uh, you'd be like, yeah, sure, man, no problem. Let's figure out a time and, and let's work it out and we'll zoom it in. Uh, so I think the world has gotten so much smaller with technology now where a lot of this collaboration
1: could happen, don't you think? Yeah, of course, uh, uh, technology helps a lot in that situation. Uh, For example, you remember when we were kids, we uh, uh, used to to write letters. (laughs) Now they see these letters and postcards are uh, some uh, kind of uh, romantic uh, appearance uh, to people who do it. Uh Um, But, um, of course, uh, uh, I could say that... uh, um, uh, genius things are very simple, and simple things sometimes are genius. Uh, so we <laughs> can somewhere, and uh, um, uh we uh, uh, in this situation, uh, I can say that uh, from time to time, we should uh, uh, throw our uh, side back to uh, history and uh, uh, to the generations uh, before us. Uh, because uh, amazingly, they had their own solutions mm-hmm. uh, for for such situations that we live uh, and we go through as well. Uh, also, uh, mm, I mean, uh, I think that uh, uh, more emphasis should be put on uh, on the high schools um, because high schools uh, they uh, develop young people, and uh, what I find uh, very uh, mesmerizing, that a lot of still nowadays, 21st century, a lot of students drop out because of many reasons. Family reasons, I mean, uh, social uh, marginalized people also and from uh, such uh, families. Uh, I remember um, an American president, a century ago, uh, he started fighting against the misery and uh, uh, poverty. But now, a uh, century later, we also face these problems. Mm-hmm. So we have to work a lot on that topic uh, to give the equal chance chance for everybody. Because, uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of people are not given this chance. Uh, well, in Bulgaria,
0: what... especially Eugene, uh, you have seen such a huge change in in the country of Bulgaria in your lifetime. I mean, just a monumental shift on how Bulgarians look at the world today than they did even 20, 30 years ago.
1: Yeah, of course, change, uh, changes happen. Um, unfortunately, a lot of Bulgarians immigrated uh, uh, abroad. Uh, we uh, face our own uh, political and uh, financial and demographic uh, crises uh, from time to time. Uh, unfortunately, the picture is not uh, very optimistic if you uh, um, sketch uh, the Bulgarian picture. Uh, but uh, we uh, uh, we strive to uh, to do our best, and I believe that the the younger generations
0: will do it. Sure, sure, sure. So as we kind of wrap up our discussion here, Eugene, man, you know, there's so much to talk about, you know, how could, um, what would you say to our audience now about uh, like the first step of getting K-12 and higher ed to collaborate together?
1: First first step is more projects, more of, uh, funds for common projects, uh, also transnational projects because we shouldn't capsulate in ourselves. We should know the world around us. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, we have to believe in ourselves so that uh, we keep going. The uh, world will not stop, and we uh, shouldn't think about stopping. Most definitely. You know, uh, Eugene, so one of the things
0: that, uh, and I want to wrap up with this, uh, I definitely wish that university students in different countries could collaborate with different uh, university students in our country as well and uh, i i think that would be part of the bridge but the big thing is is through the ted program well you got to talk to a lot of different people and now you're part of this great network and you could really uh tap into that if you want to and i think that's what's great about about the ted program don't you ted,
1: ted program is uh, one of the bright samples that can uh, that can be used uh, for the others. That program is is something that uh, uh, people should um, that would like to do it should see and uh, follow this example. Uh, that program is a program that uh, uh, that's unique.
0: Very and much it, so. It, it,
1: happened, it happened in unique times, also. <laughs>
0: yes, most definitely. So guys, uh, as you're going to hear on the, on the podcast each and every week, uh, I'm going to tell you that I talked to Eugene about doing the entire podcast in Bulgarian, but his English is much better than my Bulgarian. And so we stuck with the, so, with <laughs> so but, uh, that's what I love about Ted is that when our European friends come over, they embrace English and they so much more than Americans embrace other languages. But, Eugene, it has been a joy to talk to you, sir. Thank you so much for taking the time and being a part of the TED program.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, and I wish everybody uh, healthy years and a lot of success. Perfect.